fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy You Hoosier. are darn right. It is the Voice of Reason. Hey, welcome in. It's a Friday. I know you've been looking forward to this one for a while. The last weekend before the Great Memorial Weekend, which is the unofficial kickoff to summertime. We have one more full week of work before you get some time off. Hopefully you get to enjoy I know you're excited, we're excited, and hey, let's kick off your weekend the proper way here on the broadcast. This is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. Welcome into the show, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you, your Millennial General, reporting for duty. Lots to talk about today. Uh, Derek McKinney, Derek Kenny is on the program bottom of the hour as he has a new book a good money revolution how to make more money even during these crazy times with recession and high inflation and all the craziness that goes on with that and what to do with that money to do good in the world today so we'll talk about that coming up here at the bottom of the hour today i I was thinking of what to talk about because again we have been inundated with so many different topics and different things going on it's hard to keep up and you as the us as the common folk going to work every day trying to just put the food on the table it's hard to really decipher what's important what's not important which is why we're trying to break it down on here on the show so we'll get to all of it that we can kind of do of a week in review but i will say it is unbelievable it is hard to believe that we are towards summertime already we are already towards the end of may one more full week of may before we get into june and memorial weekend and summertime the year flies by faster and faster every single year and it's sad I have a daughter, Miss a little voice of reason. She is about to turn eight in a couple of weeks. I know. She also just graduated second grade. Graduated. She completed second grade. I hate to use that word graduated because it almost like seems like the participation trophy thing. And it kind of bugs me. But she finished second grade yesterday was her last official day of school. She is officially off on to summer break and she is absolutely loving it. I was not able to make it yesterday, but they had their little ceremony for the end of second grade, and she won, I guess, what they call the Unicorn Award, which, hey, awesome. That's like her favorite thing on the whole face of the earth is a unicorn. So congrats to her on the Unicorn Award, which was she made the most advances in the class on the most amount of subjects. So she started off just like okay and then excelled by the end of the semester, by the end of the year, and won the Unicorn Award for the most amount of advances. So really excited about that one. But I have a bone to pick, and this is not just the school or the school district, but multiple school districts, and I'm sure wherever you are listening to the program around the country, you're probably dealing with the same issue here. Let me ask you a question. I know that we've been through a lot with COVID-19. I know that we've been a lot, uh, been through a lot with different medical issues or illnesses or concerns of illnesses and vaccines and masks and everything else. Does that negate the importance of students needing to show up to class for education. Because apparently, 
now, Mrs. Voice of Reason, and I've told you a little bit about this, you know, having some illnesses, being uh, having lupus with her health issues and being on at least 10 medications before. She's off all of them now because she's gone on a holistic health remedy with herbs and plants and teas and things that she does to where she's gotten off all these things. It's a great thing. We're excited, happy. It's all wonderful. But we apply that to our normal lives as well, boosting our immune system. If we feel a cold coming on, taking a certain tea. If you do get sick, drinking an antiviral tea that helps it in a day or two and you're back up and at it. And with all of these remedies and practices that we've done, our little daughter, who is eight or about to turn eight years old, didn't miss a single day of school this entire year, which, hey, yeah, you know what? Power up, baby. That's what it's about. Now, I remember when I was in school all the way back when was that there was a uh, award or a certificate or some type of acknowledgement in some way, shape, or form for those that had perfect attendance. Now, I never got it because I would always miss at least one or two days a year. Not a lot, obviously. I mean, I work in radio. I have a very rigorous schedule, and even when I'm sick, I have to be here because the show must go on, and we can't have dead air, and we don't want to run a whole bunch of recorded shows. So I understand the fact that even when you're not feeling well, you show up and you do your thing, and I've always kind of had that, which is why I think radio fit my personality quite well because no matter what guess what your personal life doesn't interfere with the things that go on you as the listener don't want to hear dead air on the radio and you don't want to miss a show so guess what even if i'm feeling ill it's my duty to show up for you and i'm not complaining about that because i love it because i don't honestly know what i would do with that if i didn't show up then there's just excuse after excuse in anybody's personal life where you could really make to oh sorry i can't show up to work today because x y and z that's just who I am. It's a type A personality, I guess, to where this is a priority, and I make sure that it's a priority. My daughter makes it a priority. My wife makes it a priority. My daughter did not miss a single day of school, but apparently today, in these ages and times, that's not a priority for the school to be recognized because of COVID-19. They didn't even mention it. There was no certificate. And I'm not asking for an award like, hey, participation trophy. You showed up. You get an award. We're not asking for that, but... Do you still think there should be some type of an acknowledgement of those that made a perfect attendance? Because we worked damn hard to make the perfect attendance. There were times throughout the school year where my little one wasn't feeling well. Luckily, a lot of them happened during the weekend to where obviously we're not sending our kids sick to like spread germs and make everybody else sick. We're not doing that and no one should do that. And if you are feeling really ill, yeah, stay at home, dummy. Like what the hell's wrong with you? But as soon as she got the sniffles or started feeling a little ill, oh, drink this tea tonight. Let's give you some medicine and let's get you to bed and see how you feel in the morning. Morning came, boom, she's up, spry as a dog. She's ready to go again, ready to rock and roll. Because of the things that we do, obviously kids have a stronger immune system, so they bounce back and recover quickly as well. But then doing this on top of the holistic supplements that we had made, whether there was an illness or a virus or a sickness or the flu or a seasonal allergy or whatever that came through, we were prepared to handle it. And this almost seems like a participation trophy thing to where no one gets acknowledged because, well, I had the sniffles. I'm not going to show up to school today. Oh, I have a fear of COVID. We're not going to show up anymore. Have the times changed enough to where you don't think we need to worry about about the uh, attendance record anymore? Or is it something that we should still applaud for kids that wake up every single day for the entire school year, whether they want to or not, and show up? And I'm not talking about elementary school. I'm talking about even high schoolers that struggle, that complain about it that don't want to go, the middle schoolers that are trying to figure out the world and they're going through all the craziness that they go through, which I say all the time, middle school teachers, how the heck do you do it, man? 
<laughs> I really don't know how you do it. And I am not looking forward to the time where my little voice of reason ends up going into the middle uh, middle school age because I'm just going to go and go into the shadows and just wait for her on the other end because I don't know what to do with that. I, 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 I don't know how to handle that one. I'm not quite prepared yet. So is it a, a participation trophy in the fact that we don't want to hold up people for actually showing up and doing the work the entire time and never missing a single day? Or is that thought process kind of old and out the window now because of COVID and things that are out of our control to where it's not their fault if they end up not showing up to class? I guess what was more frustrating with the whole situation was apparently Mrs. Voice of Reason mentioned it to the principal of the elementary, who's also, by the way, the superintendent of the district, and she got a little snarky. We don't do that anymore. It's going to be a few years, COVID. We don't want to be forcing kids to be sending them to school when they have COVID. But yet, I seem to remember multiple letters that came out saying, hey, make sure to have your kids show up on this particular day because this is the day where we do the head count to show the population and the number of students coming to the school that reflects the amount of money that we get from the government into our district. So make sure they show up this day. The rest of the days, we don't care. And if they do work their butts off and show up every day of the school year, great, but we're not going to acknowledge it in any way, shape, or form. I think that's bogus and i think that it really is as we continue to water down the quality of our public education system i think that's just one step towards it as well don't you agree maybe maybe you disagree and if you do then please shoot me a message on the social media or email me who's your media network at gmail.com but to me that just kind of bugged me like hey we worked really hard to make sure she was healthy we worked really hard to make sure that she was up and at it every day for school the entire school year and then not a hey attaboy thanks for like working your butt off like that that's just that's weird. It's weird. We don't want to. Uh, apparently, in society today, we we don't want to showcase success and hard work because if people don't put in the hard work, then they feel left out. And now, essentially, we have the participation trophy, and it just bugs me a little bit. All right, that's enough of my rant on my personal side, uh, but. I think it also has to do with a lot of the misinformation that comes out, especially regarding COVID-19, when obviously there have been a lot of kids that say they had it or that were exposed to it. And we were concerned about kids wearing masks and we're still battling with school districts all over the country. Thank God, not ours, because I would be losing my you know what. <laughs> but there's still a lot of school districts that are worrying about the masks for the kids in the school and the classroom because of this fear of COVID-19 when the kids aren't necessarily affected by it. And that leads us into our What's Trending story of the day. What's trending today? So, as you know, we've been silenced, not just us, but I'm just talking in general, our side of the political aisle regarding COVID, regarding the election stuff, regarding other issues that's going on right now. We've been censored a lot on social media and on the interweb to the point to where Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter to make it free, which in result led to the government creating a disinformation governance board because it's very scary and we don't want people spreading information we don't want out there. So we need to correct that information. Well, as you know, throughout this week, they suspended that disinformation board and it is on quote unquote pause because they say that it's been misrepresented. The Department of, of Homeland Security, they began their statement report, re repeating that the board had been intentionally mischaracterized, which is a little bit of what you were asking me, and they were explicit about what it does and doesn't it does not do. Uh, it was never about censorship, pol policing speech, or removing content from anywhere. Its function was to keep Homeland Security officials aware of how bad actors, including human smugglers, uh, transnational cr criminal uh, organization, and foreign 
concerned that adversaries could use disinformation uh, to advance their goals. As Secretary Marcos said, he has asked uh, former DHS Secretary Michael Chernoff and former DAG uh, Jamie Gorlick to lead a thorough review, this is the pause that I was talking about, an assessment as members of the Bipartisan Homeland Security Council Advisory Council. The board will not convene during that period, but the departments work across several administrations uh, to address disinformation that threatens uh, the security for our, our country is critical and will continue. So that work is going to continue. Okay, so <laughs> let me get this straight. Elon Musk purchases Twitter. The announcement comes out two to three days after that announcement comes out. The government comes out with a disinformation governance board where they openly say that we need to stop misinformation out there. So that way we don't have another January 6th. We don't have radicals. We don't have this misinformation out there regarding COVID that we've had to silence throughout this entire time regarding hydroxychloroquine, regarding ivermectin, regarding the monoclonal antibodies, which is an entirely new situation that we'll get to in a little bit. If we get a chance, but we need to censor that now. They're like, wait a second. It's on pause. We didn't mean we're not going to try and censor anybody. This is about human traffickers. This is about terrorism. This is about the crazy radicals trying to promote their agenda. I don't know about you, but if I see something on the social media or the Tweety with a meme that's advocating for human trafficking, hey, it's totally okay to steal someone's kid. It's totally okay to try and have uh, smuggle someone illegally. It's totally okay. If I see a meme like that, I'm assuming that it's either a really, really sick-minded individual or it's some type of misinformation or propaganda that's promoting some sort of agenda. I'm just throwing it out there. I think as a naturally cognitive-thinking human in the world, I would be able to decipher the difference between fake news on someone wanting to human traffic and not. But apparently that's the disguise now they're saying that was for the disinformation governance board. Not for you, but for the radical groups that are doing horrible things to humanity. Which at the end of the day they reclaim as conservatives being the most radical organization with MAGA under that category. But they left that part out of the conversation, didn't they? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. <laughs> Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. So we had the Fox News press uh, journalist at the White House questioning about this disinformation board, asking, hey, wait a second, why did the disinformation board get paused? I thought we absolutely needed this thing. Well, you know, it got a bad reputation. There was misinformation about the disinformation board regarding what the role of it was, because it's actually supposed to be about human traffickers and terrorism and stuff, which, by the way, this is the same government that says they're trying to keep off human traffickers and terrorists off of social media when we've had literally terrorist leaders and organizations on Twitter while they ban MAGA and they ban the Trump team and they ban Donald Trump himself and they ban Donald Trump followers off there for quote unquote misinformation on COVID or on the election. They've allowed literally the head of Al Qaeda and Taliban and other organizations on Twitter. So don't quite buy that one, but thanks for giving us another load of crap. But at the end of that whole spiel of like, oh, I'm just going to regurgitate what I said before, which she didn't say anything new. She just said, here's what my statement is. That's it. Be, you know, just be happy with it. Then this was the response. So if it's pausing because you think the board was mischaracterized, then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation. Is that what's happening here? Look. <laughs> well done. Well done. The battle for the ideas, the battle for your mind, the war for the understanding, logic, common sense, and facts and truth, you know, reality around us. When we see something, hey, the sky's blue out there, that war is ongoing right before our eyes, and you would never think that we'd actually get to this point. I always thought, okay, okay, that's silly, whatever, that's cool, we can figure out what reality is here, but the fact that we have to argue about the dumbest, stupidest things is ridiculous. Rand Paul, one of the great fighters on our side, Senator Rand Paul, was in a committee hearing with uh, the the guy himself, who was that? Um, Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, talking about this disinformation board on what it actually did, and again, they try to give the runaround on what this was supposed to be. Number one, that... What this office, what the, I'm sorry, what this working group does, because it's not an office, what this working group does is ensure that there are guardrails, definitions, standards to make sure that the free speech rights, the civil rights, yeah. civil liberties, and privacy rights of individuals. So, are do, you not think, do you think COVID? Do, do you think COVID? Two, do you think COVID? Disinfor- do you think COVID disinformation threatens our national security? And number two, if I may, Senator. And number two, is it your proposition that when the cartels spread disinformation with respect to our immigration policies to try to lure vulnerable migrants to our border illegally? Wow. So just a whole bunch of garbage. No, that's not what we meant. We didn't mean to silence social media. Now, remember, again, this came out directly after the announcement of the purchase of Twitter from Elon Musk because they don't like 
free speech. We literally have people on recording from Project Veritas. I hate literally, but it, we literally have it. We have the audio tapes of Project Veritas showing members and board members of Twitter saying, yeah, we don't, we're not here for free speech. We're here to promote an agenda. We're here to promote our truth, our facts, and that's what we need to come on here. And we're sick and tired of having people talk about free speech because to them, they don't give a crap about your free speech. And that's what it's about. So Rand Paul beautifully came back with this response. I think you've got no idea what disinformation is, and I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The U.S. government. Are you familiar with McNamara, the Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? Are you familiar with Iran-Contra? I mean, think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want guardrails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine, you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation? You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. What a radical that guy is. What a crazy radical. How dare you say you don't need the government? We are here for you. I am from the government, and I'm here to help. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, it goes by so fast. There's so much to talk about, so much to do, and we're halfway through the program already. So we just power through the best we can, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the show. You can find me on the social media at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R. No I in Hoosier. H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. That's our handle on all of our social media. Also, our website at HoosierReason.com. And you can find all the great information there as well. So, I want to shift gears a little bit. We've talked about the disinformation board. We'll talk about more about it. It's apparently on pause and disinformation spread was spread about what the disinformation board did. <laughs> is that ironic or what? It's like a joke within itself. We'll get back to that here in a little bit. But let's shift gears to the economy. I love economic talks. I love, I love financial talks. I am a nerd. When I first started in radio, I interned for a great radio host by the name of Mike Rosen. 
He was the head honcho over at 850 KOA out of Denver, Colorado. One of these days we'll get this program on 850 KOA as well because I absolutely love that market and I love KOA uh, as well. But I interned for him for six months. He was the big kahuna. He had filled in for Rush Limbaugh a couple of times. He was really the rush of the state of Colorado. Before he got into radio, he was the head of the finance department for the Pentagon when he was in the military. And let me tell you what, when he did his show, it sounded like an educational college course. And when I interned for him, he gave me numerous copies of the federal budget and talked to me about finances as well. And that that sparked my fascination with politics and in the economy altogether, which really bleeds into you wanting to like actually make money, wanting you to actually be able to put food on your table, which is what we do every single day, wanting you to be able to start your own business, wanting to be able to invest your money properly, and how to counteract that with all the craziness going on in Washington, D.C., because I don't know if you're aware or not, they don't give you the best of answers. This is what the Biden administration is saying right now. It worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over six point five million new jobs just last year <laughs> yeah no that doesn't include the people that like stopped working with covid and then went back to work so sorry buddy sorry but hey i want to step away from the politics for just a minute and talk about how we can actually make more money how we can survive this crazy economy with eight and a half percent inflation rates and how we can do more and do better with the money that we have in our latest and what's trending What's trending today? And I am really happy to have this guy on the program. He is the author of the new book, Good Money Revolution. Good, how to make more money and what to do, uh, how to do more good with that money as well. Excited to have on the program with us here, Mr. Derek Kenny. Derek, how are you, my friend? Great, Andy. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. I appreciate you coming on very much. So what a difficult time it is for us to try and make more money or try and make our money stretch more. I mean, right now with 8.5% inflation rates, we're spending close to, what they say, 200 to $250 more on the same things that we just normally buy on a regular basis. It's really amazing when you think of it like that, that you hear that clip from President Biden, and it, it really presents a perspective that is just out of touch <laughs> with economic reality. When I think about hardworking Americans driving home, listening to you right now after a hard week at work, and they know that they're going to spend probably 10% more plus at the grocery store this weekend, and they hear that 6 million jobs were added, I think it makes you wonder, is, is the person really in touch and do they understand what average Americans and hardworking people really care about today? It's unfortunate. You're right, because we're not getting the proper leadership, which I'm not really looking for leadership on this field. I really would just want to be left alone. I don't want to have to pay $5 a gallon for gas. I don't want to have to buy and pay $3 for a loaf of bread. I want to be able to take the money that I have, pay off my debt, be able to invest it so I'm not stuck when I try to retire years down the road, and for me to potentially start a business and actually let it grow and flourish and prosper. Like, those are the dreams of the American dream, what most people want to do, and it seems like it's making it more and more difficult in today's times. Well, it is, and and what I worry about, Andy, what keeps me awake at night is, is people not wanting to pursue their dreams because they feel like, well, Look, I can't achieve financial success. You know, one of the messages of this administration has been, look, if you're wealthy, if you're successful, if you build a business that employs people that's good for, you know, your local community, you're bad. (laughs) And you need to share that money with everybody else. And my worry is I want to make sure that people listening, everybody listening right now is getting paid what they feel like 
they deserve and what they're worth, and not settling for the, the crumbs the government tosses to them. You know, there, there was a woman that came into my office. Her name was Debbie a couple years ago, and she was feeling overworked, uh, not listened to, and, and really not paid attention to. And, and she said, Derek, I, I want to change jobs. I want to make more money, but I, I like where I work, but I'm just not getting paid what I feel like I deserve. And we began to put together a strategy, and I think your listeners can benefit from this, of, of in the current job she was in, how could she add more value to where she was at. Now, she was an administrative assistant, supported the president of the company. And I said, what if you found some ways to either save money for the company, make more money, or help the company grow? We worked up a couple of ideas. She pitched it to her boss. Her boss loved it. And it was a way for her not just to get that raise and say, hey, go away and don't bother me again until next year's evaluation, but she added real value to the company. And that's what I think right now people need to realize that even in the media where they hear inflation's high and the market's slow and worry is really climbing, you can still make more money, but you've got to use a new way. And I've talked about it in my book, Good Money Revolution, how you can make more money despite the economy being very shaky right now. I love that idea. Have you seen, now I'm a millennial, I'm 33 years old, and we always get the bad rep for not working hard, wanting the participation trophy, which there is that portion of my generation, and I apologize for it every single day. But uh, have you seen a change in work ethic like that to where some expect just the raise because, well, inflation went up, so therefore I need to be paid more to be able to compensate for that, as opposed to those like that lady to where, hey, I want to bring more value, and I know I'm worth more, so let's put a plan together to go above and beyond the rest to pitch this idea to my boss so that way I can be worth more and actually get paid more. I mean, have you seen kind of that divide in the workforce right now? I think there's a clear divide, and one thing that I want to provide for people is really let you know what's at stake right now, and that is, listen, if you're graduating right now, if you're a millennial, you are, you know, you're 30 to 40 years old, and you're really evaluating hey, do I change jobs? How do I get paid more money? I believe right now is a real clear opportunity to separate yourself from other people that you work with. And here's how you do that. Remember that your boss, whether you work for a small company, a large company, even if you're your own boss, the favorite radio station of a boss is WIISM, which is what's in it for me. Mm. And when you can answer that question, when you can help them look better, do better, save more time, make more money, that's going to be your path. And so what I would encourage people to think about is even if you are an hourly employee right now working for a company, how can you put the mindset of an entrepreneur into how you view your job? Because sure. the bottom line is there's that saying that says, if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. And so if, if you're open to a new way, and, and this is helping thousands of people all over the country make more money, then identify in my book, I talk about this in Good Money Revolution, in the job you're in right now, how can you help the company save money, make more money, and grow the business? And if you can do that, then you have a reason to go to your boss and say, look, I want a piece of that because you're making more money, I'm making more money. You know, here, Here's a simple example. One of our clients uh, was the receptionist for a technology company, and she was in charge of ordering supplies for the entire company. So she realized she could find ways to save money. And she pitched her boss on, look, if I, how about for every dollar I save, you give me a dime. You keep 90 cents, you give me a dime as an incentive to help us save money. Her boss loved it. She got a raise and it added value right away to the company wow. in the job she was in right now. 
That's amazing. I love those kind of stories. We're talking with Derek Kenny. Good Money Revolution is the book. You can also find his podcast on any of your podcast sites with Apple and more with Good Money with Derek Kenny. Derek, is it difficult now? Or I, let me ask you, I guess, this way. With the mass, quote unquote, great resignation that we're seeing with COVID-19, people staying from home, people working from home more, people leaving their jobs either for better opportunities or to start their own home businesses, are we in a different mindset than we've been in the past before to where, hey, you know what, I'm going to take the leap to do something myself, I'm going to be a private contractor, or do you think there's still some reservation now, especially with how the economy is of, oh, should I actually take that leap? Should I try to start my own business? Should I try to go off and be a contractor? Where do you think we at uh, with the mindset right now? Well, a year ago, if we had had this conversation, Andy, I would have said more people are thinking about jumping ship launching their own business and taking the risk because they were home. They had time to be more introspective about what they wanted for themselves and what really the purpose of their money and the pursuit of it was. Now, when you get into a crunchier situation like 8% inflation, worries about pricing going up, am I going to lose my job? We see you know, companies like Target stock dropping 25% because of fuel costs. All of that actually can really impact an investor's psyche very, very quickly. And I worry that that's going to cause people to say, you know what, I'm just just going to hunker down and try to get through this. But what I would tell people is this, again, if you want to make more money, you have to think differently. Mm. I think right now when the pain is great is when the change can occur both for you and here's a good way to ask yourself what would be a good side hustle. What is a problem? that people routinely ask you to solve on a regular basis, whether it's in your family, whether it's at your office with your friends, if they always ask you to help plan their vacation or write the copy for their website or plan the party or or lead an organization or an event, those are things that you probably have thought to yourself, that's so easy, why would anybody pay me to do that? And what that is, when you pull back, Andy, it's your focus group that knows you, likes you, trusts you, telling you, You are good at that, and I would pay you for that. So that would be a way for people right now to easily, on the side, begin making money what they're already good at and what people know that they're good at. Be able to go. Derek, we got to take a hard break here. Can you stick over one more segment with us? Happy to do it. Awesome. I love it. Good Money Revolution is the book. We'll talk some more about that with Derek Kenny here right around the corner. Now we know how to make more money. How do we do good with it? We'll do that when we come back. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country. Multiple radio stations. Also find us and subscribe to us on our podcast on any of your favorite podcasting sites. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You can also check out this podcast of our guests today, which we are definitely having back on the program. I love this conversation. Good Money with Derek Kenny. You can find that on the podcast as well. Author of the latest book as well, Good Money Revolution. Derek, we've talked about ways to make more money, which I really, really hope that people took into account what you said going into that break is finding more value, not just showing up, not just thinking that, well, because I'm you know here, all of a sudden I need to be making more money, but finding, hey, you know what? Do the side project, start the side business, do a little side hustle a little bit. And, oh, the stuff that people, they're actually paying me to do, this is so easy. But we've gotten into, unfortunately, we've gotten into that mindset in the country here that, you know, I don't need to do that. I'm too good for that. So I'm just going to pay someone else to do that. And that leaves a lot of opportunity for people to make some decent cash, isn't it? Yeah, it leaves a lot of opportunity, Andy. And, you know, one thing that I was thinking about, too, is, so many people right now think about money the old way, and that is, look, I want to make it so I have enough in my check-in account, my savings account, I can have enough to retire. And, and filling up that bank account gives you that temporary feeling of euphoria. But what I have found, and we've proven this over the past several years that we've worked with you know, hundreds of people all over the country, is when you have what I call a wealth why, and that is, what is the compelling reason that you want to go make more money? In other words, when things get hard and things get tough and you've got to spend time away from your family or work extra and put in extra time to make more money, what will cause it to be worth it? And so what I want to ask people right now is, you know, think about what's at stake. And that is, you know, so many families look back and they think of, hey, there, there's, there's one relative or there's this person who really made an impact in their family's history. And I want that to be each person listening right now. I believe that this generation has potential to make the most money and really build the most wealth of any past generation, but it's just going to require thinking differently about their money. And it's exactly why I wrote this book, Good Money Revolution, for how to think about the new ways about money today. I love that. Now, let's say we got just a couple of minutes here, but I'd, I'm paying off student loans. I personally have $60,000 of student loans I'm trying to pay off here. Let's say I finally get those paid off. I get things on track. I'm making the more money. 
Your book also talks about ways to do more good with money as well. What does that mean? And how can we do more good with more money? Because all we hear on the media is that money's bad. And if you have more money, then you're really, really evil. <laughs> well, one of the things I find interesting is that when you give money, for example, if you make an anonymous donation to somebody, you know they're about to get it. There's that feeling you get inside of how excited they're going to be and just how great you feel knowing that you know, you pulled something off. You really helped make somebody's life better. Mm. And so in my book, I talk about what's called the generosity purpose, and it's a cause that you care deeply about. And for people who own a business, this is especially beneficial where you might say, look, a portion of all of our sales are going to go to help bring clean water to our local area or provide funding for a local school. And what it does is it causes your customers to get more engaged because now you're different from everybody else. You're different from the other attorneys or CPAs or financial advisors out there because you care about the community. And what I was going to tell you, Andy, too, is for your listeners, we, we want to get this book into as many people's hands as possible. You can go to goodmoneychapters.com. I'm giving away the first five chapters of the book completely for free. Ooh. You can download it at goodmoneychapters.com. That's goodmoneychapters.com. I love that. Goodmoneychapters.com. That is a wonderful one. We got just about 30 seconds here. Uh, and not to get too terribly political, but obviously the economy and jobs and money is a political thing now. But is forced taxation to have more money go to the government for a program to help people, charity, or is actually just giving your money to charity or being part of a charity the real kind of charity? I mean, how does it, uh, what's the best way to actually help individuals in your community? Well, I think right now the smart government encourages people to give money, whether it's time, money, or both. And what I would tell people is this. Look, if you want to have a life of fulfillment you want and you want to have a business that really makes a difference, be known as a giver because just the way the world works, you're going to make more money while you're giving more money and you're going to be making more money. So you're just going to keep making more money the more you give. It's how I've built many successful businesses and have helped other people do the same, and you can do it as well. That's what it's all about. Goodmoneychapters.com is the book, or is the website to go to. Good Money Revolution is the book. Derek, we appreciate the time very much. we got to get you back on the program, my friend. I loved it. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Andy. Hey, Anytime. absolutely. Great pleasure right there. That is for us today. Does it for us the week. Back at it on Monday for a whole new week of some awesome guests as well. Until then, podcast up in just a little bit. Be your own voice of reason. Until then, have a great weekend. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch The Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.